Did you hear that? What? What? That that noise. Was that the horror comedy podcast? With Jake and Haley, Sundays and Wednesdays. The only podcast where we get high and try to scare you and share short, scary stories. Contains marijuana. Keep away from children. It's the Horror Comedy Podcast. With Jake and Haley. With Haley and Jake. With the listener. The most important part of all. You are the eyeball in our Illuminati symbol, baby. You are the center. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, Amen. Yep, we like you. We like you a lot. We would take you on a second date. We would. And that's exactly why every week I go into the dark, spooky caves of the internet and I... I take Ugh. out my uh, pickaxe and I, like mine, I was going to say rock farm, but Minecraft. the word is mine. Yeah. And then I come back out and I, I show you it. I show you all the good scary shit. I'm going to present it to Jake. Jake's going to make jokes, observations. We're going to have a good time. We're going to smoke marijuana. And at the end, we're going to check in. We're going to see if Jake's scared, if he's shook. Usually I'm just really high. I'm a little drunk. Yeah. So that's scary. So that's scary. And at the end, of course, I will tell you. Something good to bring it up so that we're not leaving on a shitty note. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, fam. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a scary story, please email it to us at thehorrorcomedypodcast at gmail.com. We have many episodes every Wednesday where I share just short scary stories. It's no fun. There's no laughter. There's no hope uh, for wow. any who enter. I mean, it's really a good time for me. So wow. send, me your sh- send me your shit. Uh, anything you want to plug? Anything you love, you've been feeling lately? I want to shout out 12 Dates of Christmas on HBO. Oh, I hate it. No, you don't, baby. Shut up. Quit lying. Edit. It's amazing. Cut it. it. It's amazing. (laughs) It's so good. It's just this like beautiful, rich people in this beautiful mansion. Probably the most handsome people I've ever seen. It's ridiculous. And they're all like. They're too handsome. And they're ridiculously overqualified. They're like, I have a PhD. I'm a a neurosurgeon. Yeah, I have a PhD in in pediatric, donkeyatric, fucking badonkadonks, baby. I'm the co-producer of UGG Illustrated. I have the biggest, whitest teeth on earth. Uh, Yeah. So I'm I'm here. I have the most (laughs) chiseled jawline. Ever. And the bluest green eyes. Oh, it's incredible. It's so good. You guys should watch it. Ugh, I love it. It's so, so fantastic. Strong. I cannot stop watching it for like literally days. Good. I've just been watching. What was that pieces. other? What was that one scary movie we watched? We watched Better Watch Out, which is, is an inc- one? Oh, wild. incredible. That one. Now that got had me. Very good. It's a Christmas horror movie. You guys should fucking check it out. It's a. Cr- it's it amazing. More like. It did have me on like the edge of my seat. I was sweaty palms. Yeah, vomit most. on my sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's, it, it was bad. Spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. Spaghetti and meatballs. Um. So yeah, fucking better watch out. Oh shit. Better watch out in twelve dates of Christmas. I That's the plug. Better watch out. Better watch out. I can't stop spilling whiskey oh, on people. Oh, yeah, my toes are sticky. I spilled whiskey on Jake. Whoa, you're getting real loose over there with that. Jesus. Your wrist motion. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are we smoking today? I just did a dab of 
is 14er live rosin blackberry banana kush. It's good. It's amazing. It's good. It, it is fucking live rosin is like they just like squeeze bud and all the THC like oozes out of the bud. I heard that's what you're supposed to do when life gives you lemons as well. You squeeze them. Yeah. So it works. Uh, when life gives you a big juicy nugs, you squeeze, squeeze it <laughs> as hard as you can. The only thing you shouldn't do that with is anybody you love. If love, if That's God gives you true. love, don't squeeze if it. They got boobies. You squeeze them hard. Don't squeeze them that Just hard. Kidding. Don't squeeze them hard. Great, wonderful. I have a collection of stories for you tonight. Here we go. It's incredible. It's amazing. I'm ready. You're gonna be shocked, amazed, bewildered. You're gonna look like disgusted. Uh, maybe at some parts. Okay. You're going to look like um, a page on Google Images of like shocked people, just like with your hands on your wow. cheeks, Whoa. stereotypically. Um, you're going to fucking be amazed. You're going to be feeling secure in your attunement with all things, and you're going to feel restored in your trust in yourself. Okay. Or maybe you'll be scared. I don't know. Same thing. Same thing. This is similar to a few episodes we've done before where the nature of what I'm going to tell you about isn't insidious per se oh i hate those movies <laughs> have anything to do with that darth maul will show up behind your dad no. this is one of those episodes where the nature of what we're going to be talking about isn't necessarily evil or bad in fact what we're going to be talking about tonight is a very positive thing Ooh. it's very profound nice. unexplainable um some might say miracle suspicious very suspicious. Suspicious. I think the scary thing is that it Humans. is... Humans. No. Uh, I think the scary thing is that it's unknown. We don't know a whole lot about it. We can't explain it. I think it's also scary that uh, the idea that you might not have it. So with nothing more to do, sweet baby, I'm going to tell you about uh, this thing here. Uh, so, so Angie... Angie was 21 in 1974, which is my dream. I'm jealous of her every day of my life. And she just went out for a night on the town. Fuck. Angie partied hard with her meow, pals. Meow, 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 Superfly. Meow, Listening to Curtis Mayfield throwing her fucking wire torpedo titty style bra across the bar. She ain't got no bra on, girl. She didn't wear a bra. She had tassels hanging from her leather vest. No, none of that's true. Bra. I made that all up. I wish. So uh, she was maybe a lightweight. Or maybe she was like me and she thought she could drink an entire bottle of wine on Christmas Eve and that was not true. So she started to feel really sick, super tired. She didn't want to drag down her friends though and she honestly wasn't sure if she was done partying for the night so she wanted to just like take her friend's car keys and just nap in the car for a minute. If she felt better, she could come in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly. Honestly. I've had friends that are like, no, we all have to go. Let's leave. We all have to go. I'm like, no, bitch. I don't want to though. Yeah, she's a really good friend. She's a good friend. <laughs> yeah. And I love that because she has the option to go back in. They're in downtown Seattle, too. So it's not like... Probably she, wild. Probably wild. And it's not like she's going to be sleeping in like bumfuck nowhere alone with nobody around. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... Unless it's a sketchy club. I'm not sure exactly where they were at. But to me, this doesn't seem super insane. Like, this seems like a reasonable... Reasonable. ...thing to do. So she goes, she takes the key, she goes and lays back in her friend's back seat. And she's taking a little nappy poo. Did she lock... The doors. She did lock okay. the doors. She's smart. a smart girl. She listens to our podcast. She knows smart. the rules. And she's sleeping and she's woken up by a man banging on the car window. Oh, hell nah, motherfucker. He is like a kind of a handsome guy. I give a fuck. He's wearing like some trendy, nice clothes. 
I don't give a fuck. Well groomed, whatever. Blue eyes. Get your fucking Jordans out of here. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking, Shaster. He looks he looks kind of like um what's the word? Like uh distraught. He looks distraught. Fuck. So? And he's like, hey That sounds like a he problem. That sounds a he, like a him. A he problem, not a me problem. Yeah. But he's like, hey, um, my car battery's dead. Can I borrow some jumper cables? Tough titties. Tough titties. Tough and not these titties. Angie says no. She's yes. like, no, yes. it's it's not my car. This she guy doesn't have them. She doesn't have them. I don't know where they are. I don't know. Something is wrong here, and she knows it. And she's he smells like a rapist. He's weird. Yeah, he's yeah. being fucking weird. So she says, no, I don't. I don't have it. Um, no. Yo, I was watching you sleep there. You got any jumper cables? In I noticed there? you were in <laughs> the bra, and that your leather vest yeah. had cool tassels. Tassels. Um, jumper cables. So the man walks away. He goes back to his yellow Volkswagen buggy and he's messing with the engine really quick and he comes back and this time he's like panicked like straight up he's like slapping the window like fucking panicking and he's like please please I just really need your help I just need jumper cables it'll take two seconds like I don't I'm stranded here I can't afford and she's like no 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 I'm not not." I also have a gun in here I have a gun and a no it's a rocket launcher Um, and a no and the guy kind of starts to get pissy he's kind of a dick about it he like Huffs away, gets in the car, starts it, and drive off. Yeah. Ooh. Nothing wrong with his car. <laughs> so. Yeah, total fucking creeper. Creeper. Shot in his face. Creeper, creeper. Angie's freaked out, and she goes and tells her friends, like, yo, this crazy thing just happened. And they're all like, uh, actually, you should probably call the police. And she's like, I don't, I don't think it is all that, call you know. Call the police. And Watch he, yourself. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Uh, but they end up, uh, they try to convince her, but she's like, no. Angie honestly files it away in her like fucked up memories of going to bars folder, which we all have. And Mm -hmm. she forgets about it until months later in 1975 when she hears in the news that Utah police have arrested a Ted Bundy. Yeah. They show pictures of his face and his car on the news. They're trying to get information to help identify victims and stuff. So I'm going to show you really quick the pictures. Ted Bundy killed uh, 28 women, possibly more. He actually was a super this psycho. Is this a Ted Bundy episode? No. Oh. But um, nah, blah, 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 blah. It, can, it can be. It can be. It can quickly become that. No, I fucking hate Ted Bundy. I don't want to give well, him no, no, I know nothing about Ted Bundy, but I heard, I've heard you say you hate Ted Bundy. I hate him. So I'm like too afraid to be like... I hate about him. Ted Bundy. Okay, so I hate Ted Bundy. This is a huge like side bar, but I'll keep it in because it's now a Ted Bundy episode. <laughs> if you guys are wondering, anybody's wondering why we never covered like serial killers or whatever, it's because I fucking hate them. I hate them. I don't think it's cool. I think you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> not cool. You're not cool. You don't deserve recognition. And I also have like a personal hatred. And I used to know a girl like this. And maybe that's why I hate it so much. But I have a personal hatred for people who are like, oh, my God, so cute. Like, uh. yeah, like Ted Bundy. Everybody said, like, he's so handsome. Um, and the boy that did Columbine, like whatever his name is, I don't even want to say his name because they don't deserve that shit. Like they're trash. They don't deserve to be like recognized and that shit. Makes so total sense. yeah, that's why I fucking hate them. I don't like talking about them. I would rather discuss like a victim or what somebody did to escape. Like, yeah, I'm all about that. But I yeah. fucking hate serial killers. I think they suck. Hey, suck. Sorry. Trash. Sorry. Sidebar. Uh, sidebar's over. And so, yeah, Angie. When she's seen 
when she saw Ted Bundy's picture and his car on the news, her heart dropped. That, the, the motherfucker. That was the guy. That was the fucking guy. The fucking gay. That was the fucking guy. Yeah, no. I don't give a shit what you need, but no. But no. Angie said that it was intuition that ultimately was why she didn't help him. Um, intuition. She needs to write a book. She needs to write a book ASAP. I'm yeah. sure she has. And I think Angie is like a suede on him or whatever. Ted Bundy. Uh, somebody did write that book, but she actually got beat. Like, incredible, incredible that she survived. So yeah, she said it was intuition. That's why that she. That's why she didn't get out of the car to help him, even though everything seemed fine. He just gave Amen. her figure it out, bitch. Yeah, the fuck are you. Yeah, he just gave her a bad feeling. Yeah, because he's a fucking creep. creep. He's got dead eyes. Yeah, dead creepy little yeah. serial killer eyes. Beady eyes. Um. Ba 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 ba. So it's incredible because to me, like we said earlier, she's downtown. There's other people near. It's not like she's in like a dark it's alley. Happening. Yeah, she could have got out of the car and helped There's him. A doo-wop and group on the fucking yeah. street corner. Cocaine Sing. dealers. Yeah, dealers. All kinds of stuff going on. It's the 70s. There's a disco yeah. ball. It's and Come on. fucking, um, it doesn't seem like super unreasonable of a thing to get out and help this guy. And Jake, you're a person helper. I've stopped and given people a jump on my car before alone. Would you have helped this guy? I think I would have helped him. I think I, if I was sleeping, though, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have helped what him. Do you, I don't know. It's like. It's really tough because there's no reason to not help him. But and we're, see, ugh. you're at night. Okay. Alone. Outside with people around. Why did you come to me to ask? For it's help? true. You know? There's a whole bar full of people that are awake. Yeah. There's probably, you know, not to be sexist or anything like that, but there's probably a man in there that yeah. can help you that is better suited to equip you yeah. than I am. Who's awake. Who's awake. Again, awake. Awake. He's probably literally betting on the fact that she would just be like tired in a stupor, still drunk yeah. and been like, okay, yeah, sure. You know, like friendly. Oh my God. Yeah, I sure. love it. I love how I love jumper people. cables. Oh, what's, what, it's a, why am I? Why oh, are you murdering me? <laughs> I think that it's incredible that she had that gut feeling and she trusted her intuition. And I want to point she out... She took self-defense classes at the YMCA. She probably maybe did. But I want to point out that intuition is different than anxiety. Like, anxiety is going to creep up on you and it's going to scream and it's going to nag and it's going to eat away at your consciousness and you're going to kind of not really understand how to make it go away. When you have an instinct or a gut feeling mm. or an intuition... You will feel it come from a place of calmness, a place of steadiness. You will understand a solution, although you did not personally come up with the solution. That's intuition. And this is weird, but I must do this. Yeah, yeah. Intuition might give you anxiety, but the anxiety is not intuition. It's not the same. Not intuition the same. is different than anxiety. It's an overwhelming feeling of knowing, baby. Knowing. You just know. Sometimes you just know. Sometimes and you just you know. when you know, you know. When you know, you know. That's literally a saying that when people you know, say. You know. This is a story that I found on Kabazi.com. When I was 16, my dad took me deep sea fishing in Owaka, Washington. Another Washington story. What's going Yo, on? Get out of Washington. Leave Washington Fuck, now. <laughs> man. I know weed is legal there now, but... It's not worth it. It's not worth, it's not worth it. dying for. It's not worth it. We, it is kind of. We left our house in Portland stupid early in the morning at like 2 a.m. And they're from Portland, Oregon. That's like the weirdest place to fucking live. To get to the dock in time to depart by 4.30, which is Satan shit. What are you doing? We had a fun day out, caught loads of fish, and we were on the road driving home in the early afternoon. Fell asleep about 30 minutes into our drive. I remember waking up, my dad singing to the radio, 
eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. My heart is pounding, and then totally clearly in my head, I hear, tell your dad to put a seatbelt on. I distinctly remember feeling teen embarrassment and mentally voicing, what the fuck, no, I'm not going to tell my dad what to do. After a couple minutes and more of my dad serenading me to some Willie Nelson song, I hear the voice in my mind again, this time very directly. Tell your dad to put his seatbelt on and tell him right now. I begrudgingly oblige and I say, hey, dad, you should probably put your seatbelt on. He says, oh, shoot, thanks. It's silly that I even need the reminder. And he buckles up and he goes on singing and munching on his PB&J. I smile and my heartbeat starts to settle. I close my eyes and I lean my head against the window and promptly fall asleep. The next time I open my eyes, I'm staring at the coins that were resting on the dashboard. Now they're floating in slow motion in front of me. Oh, man. <laughs> I see my hands are outstretched and for some reason they make contact with the windshield. Sunshine is flashing like a strobe light, reflect, refract, oh, that's a tough one, refracting off thousands of tiny chunks of glass, but also there's dirt. Why is there dirt, dirt floating in the air in our car? I'm oh. very confused. Whoa, Dad, this car is dirt. Whoa, <laughs> man. <laughs> Special PB&J. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my hearing comes crashing back as this memory shifts to real time, and I can hear my dad yelling for me, the engine whining, and the screech of bending metal, the crunch of breaking glass. I can smell the dirt, the engine oil, the rubber. It dawns on me that we've been rolling. It's a disgusting disgusting description terrible because that's exactly what it's like yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting gross it dawns on me that we've been rolling we finally come to a stop and we're tipped sideways with the driver's side up in the air i'm disoriented but somehow coherent my dad is in shock and confused asking where i am i'm able to unbuckle myself and crawl out through the now missing windshield and after a bit of a wrestle wow this I is very home hitting this happened to me that's crazy. Yeah, this happened to me. Me and my mom, same exact thing. And this guy pulled me out of the fucking driver's side door window. Because I was on the fucking, uh, the passenger side was, because we hit black ice and rolled. I didn't know that. Yeah. So my mom's dangling from her seatbelt. I, Because I was sleeping. I wake up and I'm fucking like, what the fuck? And I just start crying instantly. What? And my mom's like, Jake, 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 calm down, calm down. Calm down, calm down. And finally, I'm like, <sighs> and my mom's like, all right, you need to help me undo the seatbelt. What? So I literally um, am trying to help her undo the seatbelt, but I can't because all of her weight is like on, on the yeah. buckle and I can't get my hands in between the buckle and the fucking um, uh, center console. What? So I'm just like, oh my God, we're going to fucking die. That's crazy. And then this guy's like, hey. Hey, is anyone in there? I'm just like, ah, ah, ah. And this guy like fucking pulls me out. I didn't out know that. And then like cuts my mom's seatbelt and like helps her out and everything. Wow. Yeah. My face is like turning red. Yeah. I did not know that. That happened. That happened that's incredible. Yeah. That's why Holy I was like, this, I was, that's why I was like, that's a disgusting interpretation because that, I, yes. Wow. I did not mean to do that. I'm so yeah. sorry. I no, literally had no okay. idea. It, it definitely. <laughs> I was just like, whoa. Uh, that's yeah, gross. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, so that Oh, my happened. God. And then we went back. Um, and I remember taking this road, like, when I was an adult. I'm just like, holy fuck. Why the fuck were we on this fucking road at 11 <laughs> o'clock at night with black, f in a fucking blizzard with yeah. black ice on the fucking road? God, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
because my dad and his my uncle were off on a we were picking them up from getting back from a hunting trip. What? So yeah. Well, these happened. people actually drove off Hated a cliff. <sighs> so that's Disgusting. fucking crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, Sometimes I see cliffs, and you just look over, and you're like, "Man, if we would, if we <gasps> rolled down that right now, I know, terrifying." When we, me and you went to like Bishop's Castle, I could not. I remember being yeah. weird about it. I was like, I can't look because it's making me That's so how I sick. That was the first time I went up there. I was high as balls. I was too. high as balls. Yep. And I didn't know if it was making it better or worse. Like, I was just like, well, it's too late we now. Smoked those blunts of um, runts. Yeah. Yeah. Or was yeah. it was it runts? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't it was remember. Nerd. It was like runts. Yeah. But I was, I thought I was going to die. Was that this year? Yeah, it yeah. was. It was, it was, <laughs> it was in like September. Fall. Yeah. That was a great time. It feels like I so love, long yeah. ago. It, it was, was awesome. Good. Then we got barbecue. Oh, oh my God. I, I could die that. for Obie's. Fuck, I want barbecue right now. I, that's all I talked about for like a month after that. Was yeah. I was literally so in love. Anyway. Damn you, COVID. Damn you, COVID. <laughs> my dad isn't shocked and confused asking where I am. I'm able to unbuckle myself and crawl out through the now missing windshield. And after a bit. I I was like a bitch. Like, I will not lie. No, that's okay. I did not know what was happening. Of course you didn't. How old are you? This person's climbing out. I'm like, holy fuck. What's going on? How old are you? I'm like five or six. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, of course you were panicking. This person's 16. Very different. Uh, (laughs) That's cool. I helped my dad get unbuckled, even though all of his weight is on his seatbelt buckle. He's bleeding. Oh my God. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Like set up the exact same way. He's bleeding pretty badly on his arm, but he says he's fine as we both scamper up the hill to the road. Traffic has stopped and there's now a crowd of people who gasp as we make it up the roadside. We watched it all happen in slow motion. We just knew there wouldn't be any survivors. Multiple people told us that. Gang, 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 gang. No, cool guys don't walk, uh, don't look back yeah. at explosions. I don't, know if, I don't know if we actually rolled. I think we may have just like tipped over in the ditch or whatever I think my mom yeah i think we may have just like flipped yeah still scary yeah still scary um blah, 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 blah. somebody told me you need to sit down you're not looking good i feel fine oh, i don't look good do i yeah i just got blended <laughs> in a blender <laughs> what makes you think i should be looking good <laughs> the car doesn't look good as his brain leaks out yeah. of his ear <laughs> the car's not looking good i'll tell you that much okay I feel fine, but my ears are ringing and my right ear is painful to the touch. My dad is really dazed and keeps asking for me, even though I'm sitting right next to him, telling him I'm fine and I'm right here. It starts to dawn on me how crazy this all is as I look down and see just how far we climbed up the road. We must have rolled five times after flying off the cliff at 60 miles per hour. Onlooker said that we hit a tree long after we departed, not long after we departed the road, which slowed us down, but sent us rolling towards the small river below. Double danger. Terrifying. First responders arrive and they're all in disbelief that we walked away. As we're being lifted into the ambulance, my dad says to the firefighter who had bandaged his arm, please, somewhere down there, there's a cooler full of fresh salmon and it's all yours. I would really hate to see it go to waste. Hello, you're the daddest dad of all the dads. Thanks, That's the dad. daddest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, whoever pulls that shit out of there, you it's should yours. eat it, please. Somebody, I'll pa- I, I will also pay you to pull it out, please. But here's also some salmon. We literally woke up at two thirty in the morning for this. Please, somebody yeah. eat it. 
I always wondered it's if they actually glass shards. In it. <laughs> I could say yeah. well, they didn't have it's the heart great. to tell them. It's great. Yeah. They I, away. The, sa- the cooler actually ejected from the car yeah. and it's like actually, hit the someone salmon else. Went back to the river. Yeah. The salmon are actually okay now. <laughs> they're fine. They were they back were into frozen. Their they were frozen. <laughs> now they're back in the river. They're it's alive. It's good. It's good. I always wondered. Should have them first. <laughs> I always wondered if they actually went looking for it and if they have a shared memory of. Remember that time that father and son bailed off the road and gave us their salmon? That was the best barbecue ever. We were but bo- we were both whisked off to the hospital to get checked out. Nah, Bear definitely got that shit. <sighs> yeah. The paramedics told us that we were unbelievably lucky and that it's not called the bloody highway for nothing. At the ER. Uh, who are they fucking driving that fucking road if it's fucking called that? <laughs> Go a different way with your child. At the ER, one of them pulled my dad. I'll take you down that road when we go to Minnesota. I'm we'll good. go. No, we'll go real slow because there's actually a corner on it it's called Dead Man's Turn. Oh, it's like one of these. I think there's a Dead Man's Turn well, in Florence, and too. And there's also a, a cemetery next to it. Nice. And it's on a corner. So I mean, nice. Yeah. We should go. Definitely. Let's We're definitely going to go. Gonna go. We're going to go. Mind. We're Let's go. go. Yeah. At the ER, one of them pulled my dad aside and said, when you go to collect your things from the tow yard, you may experience some pretty intense feelings seeing that vehicle. we pissed. Despite this warning, we were totally unprepared for the flood of emotions while walking up to our shredded, mangled, the cabin roof was totally peeled open Whoa. like a can Ford Ranger pickup. My dad and Whoa. I often reflect back on this and make the occasional pilgrimage to Iwako. He thanks me at least once a year for listening to that voice, and my kids regularly ask for a retelling of the time that we saved Grandpa's life. And I tell it again and again. And I tell them I'm grateful teen embarrassment lost that battle so they can grow up knowing my old man. That was good. Incredible. What, is, what are you doing? Huh? These stories are happy. <laughs> What's wrong? What's wrong? He said. Something's up. Are you sick? This is a trap. <laughs> um, so I think that's fucking amazing. This yeah, instinct this amazing. to preserve human life also extends to other people. It's not just self-preservation. And I think that's incredible. That is weird. My face is turning red. I don't know why. This is like making me blush because <laughs> it's nice. Emotional. It's wholesome. Uh, sometimes the voice of self-preservation is a little louder, though. Okay. And hearing voices is a sign of a serious mental illness. So <laughs> I would like to say that if uh, you're hearing uh-oh. voices, not good. But I am going to tell you a story about a gut feeling speaking. Oh, now it's a gut feeling? And instinct and intuition, whatever you want to call it, baby. So is it in your gut or is it in your head? What part? Maybe it's like both. The Maybe. feeling starts in your brain. It's like, holy shit, how do we warn him? Call down to the fucking guts. Tell him to fucking twist it up. No one goes in or out till I get down there. Nothing goes in or out till I get down there. I was driving. This is from the same... Um, Kabazi article. I was driving my family in our SUV and was stopped at a light to make a left turn. I get the green arrow and I start to hit the gas when I hear my husband scream, stop. I slam on the brakes and a giant pickup truck runs the red from our left and screeches to a stop 30 yards past the intersection. Fuck. I definitely would have been killed and my entire family injured. We all take a deep breath and I tell my husband I hadn't seen the truck, so it's a good thing he did. He says he didn't see the truck. And I'm like, well, why did you yell stop then? And he was like, I didn't yell stop. The kids say that nobody yelled anything. 
To this day, I swear, I heard an audible voice telling me to stop. Damn. But no one else did. It's a ghost. A ghost. That's I creepy. mean, it is creepy, and it's also an interesting, um, an interesting kind of take on it, like a guardian angel, or is your uh, instinct literally just that amazing? I mean, I would like to, I would like to hope it's a guardian angel. Angels That's in the Bible are actually very frightening, though. So I hope it's not like that. With like sixteen eyes and like a ring of fire inside of it, like that sounds bad. It sounds like a pretty pimp ass angel. Very scary. Yo, what up, boy? Zwam, 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 zwam. If I heard a voice, I would just like to come out and publicly state: if I heard a voice, any kind of voice, even if it was a helpful voice, I would instantly, immediately lose my shit. I, I don't would. Know what I would do? Sometimes I'm just like. But sometimes I feel weird. I'm like, did you hear that? Did you hear that? And then you're like, no, I didn't hear anything. No. I'm just like, me neither. <laughs> me neither. Nah, I'm not hearing shit. You're hearing definitely shit. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I definitely do have like, I understand like kind of having like a loud distracting thought. So I imagine it would kind of be like that, but literally a voice being like, bitch. Yeah. I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. I believe it's like your fight or flight instinct. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Um, more of your brain probably I want to like it's just too bad you can't like figure that shit out that yeah in a science experiment you know what I mean right yeah without being a horrible terrible monster yeah. of a scientist <laughs> that's what the 2008 horror movie what? Martyrs is about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually it really is um, so if I I would like to go on record just saying if I heard a voice even if the voice was to help me and keep me alive I would go to the doctor I would think I was losing my shit, which was definitely the case for Bethany, who was a quintessential 60s housewife. Okay, Bethany. Bethany, we love her. She raised successful children. They're adults now. Oh, yeah, Bethany. That's right. At this point, it's the 1980s, so she retired her bouffant and her large cigarette stem for, I don't know, like a scrunchie or whatever. And she um, had her two grown adult children named Elizabeth and Michael. She was a healthy fitness freak. Going on jazzercise or whatever, doing her thing. Um, she hardly. What, what year is it? 1980 something. So no Zumba. 1984. No Zumba yet. But jazzercise. Jazzercise, yeah. Totally. So she was. Uh, she didn't really go to the doctor a lot because she was really healthy. She was actually pretty fit. And in the winter of 1984, while relaxing, reading a book at home, Bethany heard a voice. Ruh-roh. What are you smoking on? What are you doing, Beth? What strains that? (laughs) (laughs) At home reading a book, she was fucking smoking a joint. Maybe it's just a really good book, and it, like, zhuammed your mind. Uh, Now it's a movie. (laughs) (laughs) So the voice told her, please don't be afraid. I know it must be shocking for you to hear me speaking to you like this. Get to the point. But this is the easiest way I could think of. My friend and I used to work at the Children's Hospital on Great Ormond Street, and we would like to help you. So this voice is fucking saying all of, all of this. Yeah. It's a full conversation because it's to me it's like ghosts probably speaking like, like oh, fortune cookie, like one word sentences. Oh, <laughs> right. Wisdom in the treasure box. Save me. Yeah. <laughs> Murder. Yeah. <laughs> they're not good with. They're like zombies and ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Well, I imagine it takes a hell of a lot of spirit gas to yeah. drive your spirit self to fucking the physical plane and say something. Yeah, it's probably. I'm, I'm not saying. Whoa. All right. I'm not. I'm I sure bet it does. 
I'm sure he can hear you and you're taking his side now. (laughs) (laughs) I would never. Ease of treatment. (laughs) I would never. So fucking Bethany obviously freaked the fuck out. She had also never heard of this children's hospital. The voice said to show that it was true and sincere, it would give her three pieces of information that were news to her that she could easily verify. Okay. Just one will do, honestly. I think so. The first one was that your daughter Liz got new a new coat today. Really nice new coat. She got it on sale. Yeah, from Burlington. Amazing. Coat factory. The second thing is that your grandchild won the regional state spelling bee today. Nerd. Amazing. Nerd. And the third is that your husband just booked a surprise vacation. Well, it ain't a surprise now. You I'd fucking be so asshole. Pissed. I know me too. I'd be very mad. You motherfuckers. So Bethany. I'm sorry. Why would you tell me that? Spoiler alert. Bethany was pissed. She was scared. She um, immediately went to the doctor. She did find out that all three of those things were true, which is great. But it didn't make her feel any better because she thought that she had schizophrenia or something, you know. Yeah. So she goes and she gets outpatient psychiatric help. Wow. And she gets put on medication. For schizophrenia. And she starts going to counseling regularly. Okay. The voices actually stopped and Bethany was so relieved. So her husband and her months later, they went on their little vacation. Yeah. They're soaking up the sun. That's all That's all it said. It was like, hey. And then it stopped. It was like, hey, uh, these th- three things are going to come true. More instructions to follow. And then she started taking like <laughs> how, <laughs> handfuls of meds that's to where you've been. Where yeah. have you been? I got life change. You... You know that lottery ticket that was worth billions I of dollars? Literally, I was going to win you that. You I cunt. had to hop to that guy's brain and tell him because yeah. you weren't Fuck. answering. You know who got that? Reggie. Reggie. Reggie the ghost. Doesn't Say, deserve it. Helped his human. Doesn't deserve it. I'm trying to help my human here. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Fuck. So she was enjoying her vacation, relaxing on a beach, living her best life in probably like a really posh bikini. And um, blah, 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 blah. yeah, while on vacation... The voices returned. Fucking she left her medicine. Fuck. No, she was still taking her medicine, though. She actually was on the real real because if she skipped a fucking dose or something, that would explain it. But she actually was taking him and she was going to her counseling like this whole vacation was approved by her counselor. So when the voices returned, she flew into a frenzy. The voices told her to get back to England now because there was something terribly wrong. And if she didn't go to a doctor, the consequences could be grave. Damn, it's a tumor. It's a tumor. So she started to also have some paranoid delusions. Like she would notice people in scrubs around more than she thought was normal. And she started to feel like she was being stalked and have other delusions too. So she was starting to have like actual symptoms of something so she's thinking like her meds need to be adjusted or whatever i've gotten used to this dosage more drugs need more stronger (laughs) they she spends the rest of the vacation shuttered up in their hotel room like a psycho and when they go home room service bobby please but tell them to leave it down the hallway and i want you to go get it yeah (laughs) um back home she goes straight to the doctor as soon as they get there she tells them about the voices they give her uh, you know, more counseling. They don't, they dress her just like whatever they have to do. And she goes home and on the way home, the voices start frantically telling her an address. So she tells her husband the address and he takes her there and it's a large hospital. The voices are telling her to go in. They say that she needs to go in now and ask for a brain scan. 
for two reasons. Number one. Well, this is a children's hospital. I'm not a child. I'm not a child. What the fuck? What? <laughs> uh, number one, there was a tumor in her brain. And number two, she had an inflamed brain stem. Whoa, it's a tumor. It's a tumor, like you said. It is actually a tumor. It is actually a tumor. <laughs> Arnold Voice was wrong. Bethany believed that something serious was going on and well fuck i might i'm here i'm here I might as well <laughs> hey yo my brain told me i should probably get I, my brain's telling it's pulling the alarm it's like yeah. the brain is pulling the fire alarm from inside the brain it's the calls coming from inside the house okay like we it's need to do something in-house phone call it's not good so they did a scan after months of her like persisting and trying to make it happen because she had no headaches no like loss of appetite no slurring words everything was fine you know so it was ma'am actually, are you sure why do you we, want to pay $30,000 for this? We will take your money. Yeah. <laughs> if you Are want. Are you sure? 40 times the dose of radiation of an x-ray, but I guess. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> this will take years away from your life. All right. Hop in, Beth. All right. Uh, it's, so your, it's your body. Sign this waiver. They did a brain scan. They enhanced it, whatever the fuck that means, and they found a huge tumor. It was actually if so. If it's huge, why'd they have to enhance it? Oh. <gasps> Oh. <laughs> they just wanted to feel Sorry. cool. They were like, they were like, enhance, blue, oh, <laughs> um, So this tumor was actually so large that in the lobe it was growing in, it had gone so large to as actually be visible from the outside of the from brain. Space from space. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big ass tumor. Holy shit, we had no idea that. <laughs> the Hubble. <laughs> Your head looks totally normal shaped, hun. Yeah. We could not tell. <laughs> looks good. You got looks a lot of fun. hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bob. <laughs> Is it a bump it in your hair, Beth? Um so I thought she, that was your poof. That was the look. She had a giant killer brain tumors. Killer. Killer brain tumor. She had no headaches, no symptoms, no nothing that would have alarmed any doctor. And honestly, it was a silent bomb waiting to go off in her brain. It was taken out safely. The widow maker of the tumors. Huh? It's the widow maker of tumors. Yeah, yeah. Widower maker. Um so the tumor was taken out in a successful surgery, and Bethany actually went on to live a long, healthy life and make a full recovery. She did write a letter to her psychiatrist who treated her 12 years later to say, like, Merry Christmas, and I'm doing great. So that's incredible. Merry Christmas, you stupid cunt. You fucking um, asshole. You told me not to listen to the voices. And they were so right. Long. They were right. Fuck you. Why did I pay you that much money? When she woke up from her brain surgery, the voices said, we are pleased to have helped you. Goodbye. And she never heard from them again. Dope. Dope. <laughs> One and done. Hopefully that happens to everyone. I guess so. Anybody who has a brain tumor. If you're That's so weird though. Isn't that crazy? What do you think? Like, I literally have no idea. You think that maybe like your brain rationalizes it. Like that's how you can understand that you wanted to go get a fucking. Yeah. Well, like, some people. Something was wrong and you were like, oh, but a person. In my head, totally. I just knew. I definitely, uh-huh. definitely. Like if she had been like negating other symptoms, and she subconsciously knew that something was wrong, it could have like manifested that way. Yeah, just for what's ever easier for like her to process. Right. It. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. And like that's totally possible. It's also possible that like, I don't know. I just don't know. Uh-huh. I think it's so uh-huh. crazy. 
the thing about the children's hospital too like some people said that it was somebody who knew and like literally telepathically like was trying to get in touch with her and tell her hello because they knew somehow yeah Hmm. but i just don't know it's also crazy because it's not a mental illness clearly if it went away right after yeah and it was right like it was the tumor the tumor itself had the tumor itself gone to college. If she would have kept got it in a, a job, fucking jar at home, she could have made bank. Yeah, it would have taken the care of her. Look like? Can you like <sighs> keep it in like a jar? I don't know. I don't know. My cousin Katie didn't get to keep her tumor. That's bullshit. I know. It's mine. She didn't ask though. I bet. I would. I'd be like, yeah, where's my Can tumor? I get that tumor back? Um, uh, if you take it, do that. I get money off my bail? <laughs> so, have you ever had a moment where you felt like something wasn't right? Maybe not yet. I mean, I may have, but I can't remember it now. Like, nothing that sticks out. There was one fella who had a crush on me in high school who I thought was weird. And I stopped hanging out with him because he was just, like, kind of weird. And then he got arrested. Wow, somebody has a giant penis out there. No, just kidding. It's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) But um, Heard it from here. Heard it from here. But uh, after high school, he got arrested for having like a shitload of child porn on his computer. Like, that um, would explain why I thought he was fucking weird, then. Fucking weirdo. So, a kid I went to high school with uh, went to jail for statutory rape. Oh, creeper. Yeah. And I got put on like, everybody was talking about it. We're like, hey, no, that creeper. kid was weird. He was fucking weird. He that's was the only, fucking weird. That's the only thing I can think of aside from like meeting people at a bar and being like, I will never be alone with you yeah, in the same exactly. room <laughs> ever. I mean, <laughs> um, no, I don't think I've nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing too crazy for me either. Thank I don't goodness. think. Yeah. I definitely didn't have any instincts when I was carrying a pizza and got hit by a truck, which is bullshit. That makes me mad. My instinct was <laughs> hunger. <laughs> My instinct was let me get this pizza home. Yeah. Um, So psychology today says that intuition and instinct, oh shit, here we go, uh, is an innate inclination towards a particular behavior as as opposed to a learned response. It's a gut feeling or a hunch and it's a sensation that appears quickly in consciousness without us being fully aware of the underlying reasons why. It's a process that gives us the ability to know something directly without analytic reasoning, bridging the gap between the conscious and unconscious parts of our mind, and also between instinct and reason. Very scientific reason for they have no fucking idea. They have no idea. But this is what it is, but we don't know why. Um, It's DMT in your brain. It's some kind of shit. I just don't know... Um, they said that if you want to get more in tune with your internal voice, you should start journaling. Stop criticizing yourself. Stop rationalizing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's Let easy. Me just go to therapy for Let years. Let me just go do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Find a solitary place and allow your emotions to flow freely. That's naps for me. Yeah. That's how you're a psychic. Jake has telekinetic, telepsycho powers, and they're yeah, incredible. Jake, um, not scared. Are you scared by the limitless expanse of the human mind and our ever lingering mortality? Nope. No. I'm intrigued, and I think if we unlock our brain, we will be superheroes. Super, super duper heroes. Super, it's amazing. So, I'm, I'm for it. <sighs> so last week I told you a really amazing, amazing story, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody because. 
it was honestly life changing and it, it changed your eyes how I live every day. And it has to do with French dressing. And to me, like there's no better, there's not going to be anything better than that. Like there's no news article that's happier or funnier than that. That was the peak of journalism in my opinion. So it, was up there, it was up there. I think I it mean, was incredible. It wasn't like Peter Parker, Spider-Man. I think it was better than that. Uh. I think it was better than that. I think Italian dressing slammed its hand on the desk and said, I want pictures of French dressing. And then it threw its fucking hat at like Thousand Island, who's secretly French dressing. No. No, get it out of here. It's no. not the same. Sacre bleu. Oh, uh, I mean. Uh. Uh. <laughs> the other way. <laughs> uh, so, but this this article I'm about to tell you it is a good contender. This is a part of sh- part of the show where I tell you something wild, something wacky, something funny, and it's gonna make you laugh. It's gonna make you chuckle. It's gonna make you feel good. It's not gonna be as good as last week's, but you know I did my best, and it's a close second. It's tied for second. It's all right. It's tied for eighth. <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, <laughs> I don't want to read you the headline because that gives it away. <sighs> okay. Happened in Florida though. The first time researcher Eduardo Sampaio witnessed this phenomenon, he laughed. Normally that would be fine, but at the time he was underwater wearing a scuba equipment. It's called a queef. I almost quote. <laughs> I almost said I almost queefed. <laughs> I almost choked on my. <laughs> he was swimming under a girl, Queefing. and a fart bubble came <laughs> oh out God, the I front hate end. You. Okay. <laughs> okay. I almost choked on my regulator. He said in an interview with NPR's Morning Edition. When I saw it for the first time, I just burst out laughing. A sea cucumber ejaculating. The octopus is typically a solitary creature, but sometimes an octopus might take part in a hunting party made up of fishes. A grouper's... Group? Group. Gang, gang. Here we go. A grouper's gestures, for example, can clue an octopus into (laughs) into the location of prey. Sampaio and his co-researchers were studying this mutually beneficial behavior when they came across an octopus punching fish. Although researchers have observed octopuses punching fish before, the behavior happening in the context of a hunting party is new. I've only ever seen the document uh, Looney Tunes. (laughs) Does sound like Looney Tunes. Documentation on fucking octopuses (laughs) punching fish. Only one we could find, and it can come suddenly. Adam, is is this proven? Is this scientific? Get me Warner Brothers. I need to know. Get me Mr. Warner on the phone, and it can come suddenly out of nowhere. Sampaio said, "You can see some punches are almost like a small boop." And other ones that even the whole arm curls up and uncurls afterwards, you know, like the motion of a boxer doing a punch. The punches are fairly rare, so it's not easy to observe, he said. The research prompts many questions like, is there a species that the octopus prefers to punch? In some cases, the researchers were able to determine the reason the underwater bully decided to strike. Sometimes it's a partner control mechanism to drive the fish away from the octopus's next meal. Or it can be to control where the fish is swimming, or it can be a form of punishment. And sometimes the fish a- slaves. Hey, <laughs> fuck are you? You bring me. You bring no food. You have shame. Punch you in the face. And sometimes the eight-legged creature just punches the fish with no discernible incentive. Same. And that's from an article called "Octopuses f- Punch Fish for No Apparent Reason" by NPR. Same. <laughs> Sometimes you just get a punch fish. Sometimes you punch a fish. It actually opens in, with this awesome line. It says, what have eight legs, hunt among a group of fish, and can throw a mean sucker, sucker punch. <laughs> An octopus. 
An octopus. Uh, thank you, NPR. You're our Lord and Savior. They put that article out on December 24th as a beautiful, delicious Christmas present to us all and our thank souls. You. Thank you. You saved us. You saved 2020. You're incredible. And so did you, listener, so because you you're listen. an amazing angel. It. We love you so much. Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy, Happy Kwanzaa Happy now. Happy holidays. Happy Eid, whatever you celebrate. I hope Happy you had a good one. Whatever. And uh, we will see you. Let's see. In 2021, I guess. Yeah. Well, no, we'll have on one Wednesday. last mini episode in 2020. Yeah, you'll see me in 2021. That's right. You'll see Jake in 2021. If you have a story, please email it to <sighs> we'll us. We'll see you next year. We'll see you next year. Ah, dad joke. Love it. If you joke. have a wacky, wicked, crazy octopus punching news story or something scary or a picture of your pet, please email it to us at the horrorcomedypodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to listen to your gut instincts. And uh, don't forget to drink water. Goodbye. Bye.